What's up? Not too much. Just kid sports. Kids and sports, right? Yes. <laughs> and it's the crazy so thing. Wait, are, you, are you stressed out by kids sports in general, or is it your kids and the sports which they they uh, participate in? Well, right now it's only Will, and he's doing soccer, and it's yeah. three nights a week now. So he three nights a week. Huh? Yes, it's through Missouri Rush, but it's um, the rec program. So it's more for them to learn, and right. then if they're good enough, they'll get pulled up to one of the actual Rush teams. So what, what they they're, do? They're a club, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's two minutes from our house, so that's nice. But that's uh, really good. They go on Monday nights and they practice, and it's like more drills and stuff and just to see where their level is and then on Friday nights they play scrimmages with the other kids in the program. Mm-hmm. So they don't play any real games but it's okay. it's allowing him to learn the game and to see if he wants to keep playing. Gotcha. Okay. And then they so, do But he's how, he is he what grade is he? 5th grade now? 6th grade. 6th grade. So he's his old Kate. Okay, him and Katie are the same age. I always forget how our kids line up. Yeah. So you have the, my middle kid is the same age as your youngest. And then I think our two oldest are right at the same age because yep. they're both freshmen in high school. Yeah. Then you've got your middle one that is just in the middle kind of oddly. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. I always forget how to line those. Guys up. So that's what's so weird. He's just now, is this his first time ever playing uh, organized soccer? Yeah. He, he's wanted to in the past, yep. but we've kind of been like, let's just do one sport. Every, if everyone does one activity, that takes up a lot of time as it is. So yep. swimming ended, we said, okay, you, you can do soccer. Timing just worked out. So, And softball costs a lot more money than swimming or soccer has. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah. But, yeah, mm-hmm. on Thursday night, well, during the week they have these things called uh, School of Excellence. So you can sign up, mm-hmm. and it's more just drills and working on small games yeah. and stuff. So he really enjoyed it. And now he's at the point where like, I, I he, he wants to commit. He wants to commit okay. to playing soccer. So we'll see how it goes for the rest of the year. Okay, good. Yeah. It's just, it's so odd that he's just now starting where like up here in North County, if your kid doesn't start playing when they're three years old, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yep. just like, Oh boy, they're so behind <laughs> you know, yeah. versus how it's nice where he's older and he's actually like got coordination and can actually run and like doesn't get bored and want to sit down in the middle of the field, right. you know, stuff like that. And he does herd ball where he's, they're all just following the ball everywhere. Yeah, herd ball. yeah exactly. Yeah. It, it happens, I guess, just a tiny little bit at that age as far as, you know, but for the most part, yeah, it, yeah. it should be way past that, that, uh, facet of the game yeah so that's awesome that's really cool so and they, they started school right yes they did we're, we're almost done with the first week okay. yeah the first week's rough getting those getting those kids used to a uh, a schedule that they're actually like getting up at a good time and all that stuff yeah Ma- making yeah. sure i'm yeah. home yeah. in yeah. time because i'm usually at the gym when they wake up oh yeah true yeah see yeah, no. Yeah, we're we're still we're still getting used to the whole where do I need to be at what time and then sometimes I need to be at both schools. Like I can't be at two places at once. So yeah. Get home, drop off a set of kids, and then rush out to go get the other kid. It's just like, oh my God. <laughs> That's stressful, man. It's like once once we get to Friday, we're like, Oh, I can breathe again. I can finally breathe. <laughs> yeah. But so, Friday Friday night with a soccer game at seven thirty and then Kaylee we knew this was coming. Hey, can yeah. I go to the football game tonight? 
or uh, uh, Friday night. And I'm like, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I got to talk to your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, that's where I was tonight. We were at a parents' club meeting for the high school, and mm. they don't want to be described as a booster club. Uh, that's not really what they're there for. They're not like Friday Night Lights boosters, where you're all about fundraising to recruit kids right. to come play your school. It truly is. A, it's like a parents' club. It's it's more like a couples' club, where you know how some churches have men's clubs and women's guilds yeah. or whatever. Well, this is more just for couples. It's a parents' club where you just get together and do activities to socialize and drink and stuff like that. So. When you say when you say couples club, I'm picturing a bowl for keys, (laughs) (laughs) upside down pineapples. (laughs) No, not like that. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Uh, my head was not in the gun. I should have worded that better. My bad. That was a rookie move, rookie mistake. Oh, disgusting. You teed that up for me. (laughs) I know, right? Um, But yeah, no, it has to do with tailgates for the football games because that's coming up really, really soon, and. and even though it's it's so funny, it was nice to talk to some parents. Were like, yeah, no, my son didn't didn't play football, doesn't even like football that much. But I like football, is what the parents were saying. And since yeah. I like it, I joined this to go tailgate because it's just fun to do that. And I like watching football. And I was like, that's right up my alley. You're talking to the right guy. So yeah, I'll be involved with some of that stuff. So nice. Yeah, I didn't get. That's why we started kind of late. That went kind of long. And then the the, the torrential downpour happened. I don't know if you guys got rain out there, but man, it just destroyed us out here we had a ton of rain in a little period of time there so no we got sprinkled on that was it oh just a sprinkle oh no man we had a torrential downpour it was crazy yeah um but uh yeah it's been an interesting day all day today i will say that i was looking at a i was looking at an appraisal today and it's a two unit down in Dogtown, so it's it's party area yeah and i've never seen it's not a hoarder you know what a hoarder house looks like this guy's not a hoarder never seen this before where it is jay i kid you not he filled an entire living room and also an entire closet of empty um natty ice 12 pack boxes all empty empties of natty ice boxes to the ceiling they're touching the ceiling (laughs) it's where these empty natty natty ice boxes are and i can't imagine why someone would save all those empty beer boxes. And it's not like a 36, it's 12, 12, just the 12 pack ones. <laughs> There's I, so many in this. house. So I knew today was going to be a weird day. As soon as I saw that, I was like, Oh, today's a unique day. <laughs> that's, that's unreal. That's Mikey. If you didn't get married. Right? I know. Well, yeah, I remember. Yeah. The Miller light pyramid. Right. But, um, yeah, that went on my, uh, the, the kid, he went and got his permit today. So he's going to be on the road driving here, uh, very shortly. It seems. Oh God. He's got a lot, a lot more work to do. Yeah. Cause yours, she's coming up pretty soon for hers, right? Yep. November. November. Yeah. They'll be here before you know it. Um, yeah, I know I'm dreading it. It's uh, it's stressful. It's stressful for sure. But, uh, we need him to drive. <laughs> we, yeah. we need him to drive. <laughs> make my life easier. Right. Yeah. That's what that's about. And then, yeah, I had this whole school thing, and here we are now. So I was looking forward to this because, man, oh, man, I think I pissed your wife off a little bit, man. I don't, I don't think we had topics. I think we were just going to kind of do homework tonight. Or did you yeah. have topics you wanted to go? Or- well, no, but we can hit on the topic that you tagged me in on Facebook. Okay, that's good. Is she is she there? Does she want to get on this? Like, was she seemed like she was angry at me for some reason. No, no, she wasn't angry at you. It, it just okay. pissed her off. Um, so, so the topic is the hate for women characters in the MCU. And I, I think the reason why it kind of took me off guard, and I, I hope 
I don't know if the context of me tagging you on that was like me saying, haha, get this, or do you, I agree with this, or anything. I was more like flabbergasted. I think I said something to you along the lines of, is this really a thing? I hope that I, I don't remember if I told you or said that. In yes, my you did. Or anything like that. You did. In the, okay. In the second one. So she didn't, okay. I don't think she saw the second one. So when she saw it, okay. But, okay. but she wasn't upset at you. She's upset at okay. just the idea of that. So okay. because, no, sorry, sorry go ahead. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, no, I was going to pull up the post in a second. Um, but the basic idea was someone complaining about the worst characters in the MCU, and every, it's every single one of the female characters. And then the yeah. other one was, oh, God, let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, it was along the same lines. Let's see. I'm trying to. F I, I should be able to see it for mine pretty yeah. quick because yeah okay okay because it says MCU characters I don't like for no particular reason and it's every single yeah female character ever in the MCU except for one I don't think I even recognize to be honest with you. Um, Which one? I'm trying to remember who she is. She's oh never mind that's America. What's her name? America Chavez. Yeah, th yeah. that's why it's, it's from uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness. That's now that I look again at the jacket, it's just the bangs yeah. were kind of throwing me off. Like, who is that chick? I just didn't know who she was. And then, who is the one? Is that Echo on the top row in the middle? Okay, that's yeah. Echo. Okay, yeah. I want to make sure of that because that was the okay. So the very first post wasn't even that one. That was the follow up one. Right, that was the follow up. Sorry, the very first post was. I'll read it out here because it, it it actually says it was. Jennifer Walters' lawyer was the Twitter handle, I guess, at Targ Nation. And it says, Captain Marvel was too cocky. Black Widow was mediocre. Ms. Marvel was too childish. Wanda is unredeemable, which I don't think that was the word they wanted to use. <laughs> I think maybe irredeemable, but I don't maybe. know. Okay. <laughs> Mighty Thor was pushing an agenda. She-Hulk is anti-men. I'm sensing a pattern, and it's called misogyny. Because all those things I read to you were in quotes right. from, I guess, reviews of something or online pundits or someone saying something about how they felt about those properties. Um, right. Because then it was all, and I swear to God, Jay, it was one more scroll or two maybe. And I, the next thing popped up was MCU characters I don't like for no particular reason, which even that wording is really bad English. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I just didn't realize there's a, is there a movement right now on Twitter or the Facebook space where people really hating all the female characters? I don't think it's necessarily just the female characters. Um, there's a segment of the right that thinks the MCU is too woke. Pushing okay. in, pushing the female characters to the forefront, um, using gay characters, just not agreeing with what the MCU is doing. Okay. And, like, I've seen someone call it the MCU. Yeah. I, I actually kind of laughed at that. I thought yeah. that was clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but no, this is a real thing. So last week, a week ago today, when the first episode of She-Hulk came out, right at midnight, it got bombed with bad ratings. And it was that segment, so probably it was that segment going was out there and saying, it's a horrible show, it's not good, in the hopes yeah. that no one follows up with it. Gotcha. Okay. So, so then, like the people that get on and look right away and see the initial ratings and they're all low, maybe mm -hmm. don't necessarily go and watch it. Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, and I've seen other things too, saying Disney's pushing an agenda, and I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to support Disney anymore because of this agenda they're trying to push on everybody. I don't see it. Okay. I don't, I don't. Do we, okay. So let's 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 unpack. Uh, um, it starts technically with the uh, is it Gina Carano? Yes. Is that the right name? Yeah, from with Star Wars. Yeah. Getting fired from Star Wars for her political views. Yes. It started there. That's where I think the whole movement, if you want to call it that, because then there is, there's truly is a thing out there where um, Daily Wire, uh, Ben Shapiro's uh, publication, yeah, he they're, they're pushing big time as far as the Disney woke thing. And they were trying to say, we're going to offer um, their next big thing that they're going to push is entertainment for families and kids to basically be a counterculture to the Disney um, agenda that they are pushing. Um, as far as wokeness or pushing things that don't need to be pushed, I don't know if it's so in your face as far as how much the right wants you to think that, um, but it's definitely not something that they're hiding either. So there is a good, there is a middle ground where the truth actually lies, I guess, mm -hmm. if I could say it that way, yeah. <laughs> where there is a cognizant effort on their part for representation. Yes. Now, whether it's kind of pushing it down your throat, that's subjective to everybody that watches that. That's kind of how I take it where you can, you definitely see it, but did it really bother you? That's kind of where I'm going with it, where, um, I guess your most recent one where you could say, was there evidence of it? Um, I just said her name where, uh, was America Chavez. Yeah. Her parents being lesbians was in the movie for two seconds, I think. Right. So whether yeah. or not the right is trying to say, Hey, you know, they're trying to push an agenda or trying to, or is Disney versus is Disney just trying to, you know, have representation versus the left where you could say, Hey, don't say it's not there because it's clearly there. There, there yeah. is some, there is them there. I don't want to say it's a focus, but you can't say it's not a big deal because it is there. It, it's not like it's not. So like I said, I'll say it one more time. The truth is in the middle, but like it always is. Yeah. It's always this way. Yes. Somewhere in the, it's always somewhere in the middle where, the, where, where something's actually a pertinent. How am I trying to say this? I don't think there's an agenda, but there is a, it's in it's out in the MCU ethos. I'll say it that way. Yeah, and it's funny because no one seemed to care that her parents were that way in the comic books. No, I, I, I again, that's just agenda pushing. I, I think I, I like the fact that we could talk about it because it's a matter of why can't why can one not express an opinion of not enjoying part of the Marvel property without being called misogynistic. That's where I think I was kind of going with it. Yeah. Because here's where I'll go with this. Let's go down each one. If that's okay. Let's unpack yeah. it that, that way. Yeah. Captain Marvel was too cocky. I, I am one of those people that does not enjoy Brie Larson in the role. I don't think she's that great. Yeah. It doesn't mean I didn't enjoy the movie though, but why can't I say, why can one person not say that she, the way they, she was portrayed, she wasn't as enjoyable, but you could also, but Someone could say I didn't like her, but I like the movie. Right. You know, but you're going to, someone's only going to pinpoint on someone trying to critique her. And why can someone not critique her performance? And black. Part, sorry, or, sorry. So as far as that one, again, they're following source material here. 
She's mm-hmm. like that in the comic book. Yeah. So if you're going to condemn the movie, condemn it all. Yeah. But, well, but you're speaking from an educated standpoint of knowing the source material. That's true. Versus probably 90% of the fans of the MCU only watch the movies. Right. Or is that percentage too high? No, that's probably pretty accurate. Okay. Because, I mean, if you look at comic sales versus movie sales, I mean, comic sales are nowhere near what the movies make. Mm-hmm. And typically, I'm willing to guess that if you even break it down further to how many people are actually buying comics versus the sales, there's a, probably a large percentage that spend more money getting multiple books than someone just going to buy Captain Marvel once a month. Yeah, no, so. you're right. So, but okay, let next one down. Black Widow was mediocre. I don't know how that's misogynistic to say that. I think that's that's the problem is we're using we're we're trying to call out someone being having a critique of a movie saying mediocre is just it's not saying it's good, it's not saying it's bad, it's just meh. And and that one was more about the movie itself rather than the character or how she was correct. portrayed. Okay. Yep. Because um, I, I actually agree with that one. I do too. I don't have any problem with it. I don't find that to be misogynistic at all. Ms. Marvel was too childish. Well, that has nothing to do with that. That statement right there has nothing to do with sex at all. As far as being a female character or a male character, Ms. Marvel replace that with Nova. Let's say we do a Nova core show and we have Nova in there. He's going to be childish too, because guess what? He is a kid. <laughs> yes. Know? The most recent version, the Sam Alexander. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, just based off those first three comments though yeah no one's saying no one's going through making a list and saying thor 2 is mediocre uh iron man was too cocky yeah but those have already been done <laughs> these are more recent properties to be honest with you well yeah because people have trashed on people have trashed on that stuff um okay but here wanda's unredeemable Again, I think it should say irredeemable, but yeah. that's me. <laughs> no, um, that, that's correct, but... Um, I don't even think that's correct. I think she's such a complex character, and WandaVision was such an amazing TV show. I think that's dismissive yes. more than anything. That's, that is a dismissive statement. Yes. There, I don't agree with that one at all. That was That's a garbage statement. That's very debatable. Yeah. This is the one that confused me the most out of all these. Mighty Thor was pushing an agenda. I need to understand what agenda they were trying to push in this scenario. What do you think they're trying to say here? Uh, um, well, I think it's kind of partially the gender swapping. People didn't like that. Even even it was, with, a, it was a huge it was a huge event in the comics. It was. I guess that's just me and you going back to the comic thing, going that this this is why it was cool because it wasn't though. It's not. It, it's Thor was still in the book, and Thor was still in this movie too. Right. You know. Um, so I don't, there was a little bit of that reaction too, though, when it happened in the comic. That really? People didn't like the idea that Thor was a woman. But at the same time, you also had a female Loki. And, oh, God, there was some, there were a couple other gender swapped characters at the time. Really? Yeah. Oh, was Black Panther at the time? Maybe Black Panther was? Uh, Might have been. Okay. Yeah. So, I just. I didn't get that sense from that movie at all. Did you get a sense no. of any kind of woke or no? no but um, there was there was also a small segment that complained about Valkyrie because she's openly bisexual, mm-hmm. and people didn't like that either. Huh. And here's the funny part of that: if you could 
guesstimate how much of the movie focused on that part that you just said. Yeah. Three seconds, maybe. Yeah. But maybe, right? <laughs> but there are those people that get hung up on it and can't get past it. Wow. It's just that that just flabbergasts me because it's such it's such a pass a passive thing, meaning it's so not important to the overall story. Yeah. It has no impact. It has no impact on anything. Yeah. I just don't get that. That's really weird. I didn't get that sense at all of any agenda being met or pushed or anything like that, but with that movie, other than the fact it just wasn't that great of a movie. I mean, that's my only critique of yeah. it, to be honest with you. And then this last one, She Hulk is anti men. So, I don't know. Where do you come up with that one, too? I don't get that at all. So, where he's talking about having to control your anger, and she's like, I'm a female. No. I'm always scared. I'm always on edge. I think I think that's a valid statement and I think that there are men out there that don't understand that. I agree with you. I agree with you a thousand percent on that one, but shouldn't the person making this critique of misogyny go to the writers and say, I understand you're trying to make men understand a woman's viewpoint, but shouldn't you be saying was isn't the whole point of She-Hawk saying I'm not that, I'm not afraid, I'm, I am strong, I'm powerful, all that stuff? Well, <laughs> That's also based off the first episode when she first changes into it. So maybe that is the overlying message of the whole show. Yeah. We haven't gotten to that yet, though. But do you think it's anti-men at no. all? In this no. state, I don't think that's anti-men at all. No, but I mean, if you're not secure enough to understand how women work and you hear <laughs> they're scared all the time, we're like, well, that's stupid. Why? But, well, isn't, that also, but isn't that sexist to say all women are scared all the time? Um. Maybe it's a generalization. You know, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. It's a generalization, and maybe that's what. Maybe you could take. Maybe you could take uh, an issue with that. Yeah. But I don't think I could say anything in that first episode, which sucks. Did you watch it yet? As I far did. as I think it's the second one. it yeah. came out today. Um, I didn't take it. I didn't take away anything. Meaning that that this was anti men. No, I didn't either. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. So. Out of all those comments, I think maybe one is kind of one I really do, or two. Sorry, I agree. Well, no, here, okay, I'll go through it again. Captain Marvel, I kind of agree. She, I don't say she was too cocky. I just don't enjoy her portrayal of the character. Yeah, I just don't. Enjoy, but I'm not a huge Captain Marvel fan anyway. That yeah. doesn't, but it doesn't bother me. Black Widow was mediocre. She's the character's not mediocre. She's amazing. I think she does an amazing job at it. The movie, if we're talking about the movie, yeah, movie is yeah. super mediocre because she has not been mediocre in any of the other stuff she's yeah. been in. Uh, Ms. Marvel was too childish. Well, she was super childish in the show, but that's the point. She's a she's, teenager, yeah, <laughs> she is a child. And I just wasn't a fan of the show, but I'm not going to critique it in a matter of saying it's a piece of garbage. I just didn't like it, but it's. I can understand why people do like it. It's, um, and and sure. that show did something some of the other series haven't done yet and showed us like other cultures. Yeah. I, I would put it there with Black Panther to kind of understand how different people live. Yeah. I, I agree with you completely on that. But you also get two different levels of um, what's the word I'm kind of trying to use here. One movie or the, the movie of Black Panther was not only a cultural event. I think it was just so well done. It's, yeah. it's a, it is. A, I know the word masterpiece kind of gets thrown around too, um, too easily these days, 
because I know you and I will never agree where I think that Minister, or sorry, Man of Steel is a, is a freaking masterpiece piece of film. I will tell you, I also say the same thing about Black Panther. I think Black yeah. Panther, there's there's nothing weak about that movie. No. Nothing. That's almost a perfect movie, to be honest with you. I, Other than the fact they kill Killmonger. Other than the fact that, the fact that you do that. But God, but, it was an amazingly good movie. But that was they, a did theme. It right, they did the villain so well in that yeah. movie. So. But killing the villain it was an early theme in the MCU, it seemed like. Yeah. yeah. So when trying to compare the two as far as two cultural movies or two cultural pieces of property for Marvel, one is on the end of the spectrum of being you can't nothing can you can tell me nothing wrong about this one versus Ms. Marvel, which I could pick apart and go, I didn't like it for this reason, that reason. You know, right. I don't think anyone says that about have you met someone that has had one negative thing to say about Black Panther other than you saying you're upset that they killed off the villain. But really, that's just a, you just wish that you could see more of him. Right. right? Yeah. So. I don't know. I just found this to be fascinating that this is coming out with the MCU. <laughs> it's yeah. the whole thing. So, uh, is there any? No, go ahead. Well, so to draw back to what my wife was saying, though, this is something women deal with just on a general basis. She mm-hmm. said, "Look at women in the workplace. There's still okay. a huge pay discrepancy between a man and a woman doing the same job." And in fact. She had a higher ranking job than me at one point at the same company, and I was getting paid more. Hmm. So there's that. Yeah, that and then, to do any other, was there any other factor? Were you guys there at the same amount? Were you there the same amount of time? Like the seniority yeah. had anything to do with it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, pretty much the same amount of time. Okay. Actually, I had been gone for a couple of years and came back. So um, I know what you're talking about. That's the only way you get a raise at that place was to leave and come yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> The the other example would be the I don't know if you watched the um, documentary in the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team about them trying know. to get equal, is that on, is equal that on pay. Netflix? Uh, it's on. It was on HBO Max. I don't know if it's still mm-hmm. there. I don't know if okay. they cut it yet. Mm. Well, because yeah, they're dumping all their property. Yeah, you're right. But the men were getting paid like three times as much as the women, but the women were drawing like five times as much money. Yep. So. I, this is probably something that's more common that we don't necessarily see, but my mm. wife sees it. Yeah. Um, I probably pay attention to it more now that I have daughters. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that too. Yeah. Um, I just find it funny that I, there's this movement. And I don't understand why this movement exists. Yeah. It doesn't have, a, I don't see the place for it. The, the, there's not really many char- like I was going to go through each character, I guess, maybe to say, do you have a particular problem with any of them? Like the only one I really have a problem with is Brie Larson, but I think that's more of a th- thing that I just don't enjoy Brie Larson as an actress very much. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I just don't, I just don't. Cause otherwise I- some of these, some of these portrayals I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. Um, like for example, okay. Ms. Marvel's just not my cup of tea, but I don't think she did a bad job. No, she did a good job. She, well, she was supposed to, I think she acted the character the way they wanted her to act the character, and she did a good job in doing that. Well, in the show, she's a superhero fanboy, and in real life, she is an MCU fanboy. So she, mm-hmm. I mean, she played the role, but it was also ingrained in her a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, Echo, I could give, you know, Echo, I don't think she was that big of a piece. I, I think they were doing the representation of having a... Uh, Disability. Yeah, I think that was where you get you take away from her character, but it wasn't like she was the most amazing character. It's like like she was the worst character. 
take a leave. I don't. I, I have no strong opinion either way with her. Yeah. Black Widow is a founding member of the Avengers. She yeah. was amazing, portrayed amazingly. Have no issue. Yeah. Already spoke about Wanda. I think Wanda is one of the most complex characters in comics, maybe to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Um, she did just fine. No issue with her. I think this is Monica Rambeau next yes. on the chart here. Again, take it or leave it. I have no opinion one strong way or another. Uh, she Hawk. Let's 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 save her for last because then we can do our review of She Hawk. Okay. I don't think we did that last time because no, I don't think just, I think it just come out that day, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. We got Hope. Like yeah. I think she's. A, I, I I enjoy her a lot. She's I do fun. too. And she works with Paul Rudd, so I think yeah. they they do well. Jane Foster. I don't think she works well in the MCU. I don't think Natalie Portman fits. I just don't. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit torn on her. Um, and reading the the comic book with her, I'm going through that run right now. Okay. She's a great character in the comic. Okay. Um, I don't think they did her justice the way they wrote wrote her. Hmm. But I still think she's a pretty strong character there. Yeah, I, I, I don't, like it. the character is probably fine. I just don't think I enjoy Portman's portrayal of it. Yeah, that's the part there too. Um, Valkyrie, I love Valkyrie. I think she's entertaining. I yeah. think she works well with Hemsworth. Good chemistry there between yep. the two. It is not uh, the nice thing about that is it's truly a friendship chemistry. There's no sexual tension. It's not based on them trying will they won't they kind of thing. Right. It's just two badass characters that work well together. Except I think for when Zeus. Except for when Zeus yeah. strips them down. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, we are both very straight men, and even you gotta admit, the guy's he he looks great. Yeah. <laughs> he works he must work out. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> we'll take the Jim Carrey line. He must yeah. work out. <laughs> uh Shiri's next. I love her. I think she's great. She was entertaining in, in Black Panther. Yeah. We'll see how she does, you know, taking a, a bigger role in the next film. Yeah. Um, we got what's her? We got Yelena. the Blackwater sister, Elena. Elena was yep. that her name? Yep. Nicole. I thought she was super entertaining. She's fun to watch. I have no problem with her at all. Actually, mm. really, really looking forward to her her role expanding. Yeah, agreed. Um, Kate Bishop. I think you and I have both spoken about how much we love her portrayal. How yes. awesome she is. She's funny. Great character. She's perfect for the role. Can't wait to see more of her. Yep. Um, we got Captain Carter now. Yes. <laughs> um. I, I think her lyric didn't bother one way or the other. I do. I think she could do a lot more. I would like to see her do a lot more, but I don't think we will get anything else unless they do something. Captain Carter. Okay. Then next is Okoye, right? Yes. Um, love her character. Just Michonne, yep. but with an African accent. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what she is. <laughs> but uh, I, I love her. I, I, I'd watch her in a lot more stuff, to be honest with you. Um, you got Nebula. Yep. I'm okay with Nebula. Nothing I, wrong there. I like Nebula uh, a lot. I thought she was a really good character in the way, especially the way her character grew throughout all the Guardians movies. Yeah. I don't think and the next up is Gwen Paltrow's Pepper. I don't think Pepper gets enough love. I think she does really well as Pepper. I mean, if you think about Iron Man One, she did really great in that movie. She did. I, I'm big for her. And she's just got so much such a limited role after that. She's not such a huge, you know. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, who's who's this one? This Mantis. Is, uh, her yeah, Mantis. Again, whatever. Take her leave. She's she kind of funny. A, <laughs> she was the a, best line in uh, was it take names and or take ass and kick names or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> That's a great I, I think she's one. a perfect character to go right there with Drax. Yeah, yeah. She, so she's fine. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Carter. I, I'm. I want more from her. I, I want to see too. more. 
But apparently people are upset that she's the power broker, so they're kind of writing her back for Captain America 4. Okay. I don't know. I, I like Agent 13 you know, yeah. with Cap, so I mean, but that dynamic's done now, so I don't well, got to do something with her, I guess. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This is isn't her name Cat, if Dar- I remember that. She's Kat just Dennings. a side character. Yeah, Darcy. Yeah. Darcy is her name in the movie, yeah. that's right. Let's see. And this is Black Panther's girlfriend. I can't remember her name from the movie. Nakia? Maybe that's right. I think so. She's great. Yeah. She's really good. But I there's not you can't tell me much about Black Panther I won't enjoy, so yeah, yeah. whatever. And then Sif. Sif is completely underused. I don't know how anyone would have a problem with Sif. Yeah. Uh, then the female version of Loki. Yeah. Sylvie. Sylvie. Loved her. Thought she was really entertaining. Yeah, she was great. Uh, America Chavez, right? Yeah. I don't think... Mm, whatever. You know, I'm okay. It doesn't bother me one way or the other. And then yeah. Doctor Strange's girlfriend. What was it? Her name, Rachel McAdams was her name. Uh, oh, I can't think of it. She's the nice night nurse in the comic book, though. Instead of Rosario, ah, yeah, I didn't. Okay, yeah, where there was no relationship between Stranger or anything in the TV show. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah no, I didn't know that she was Night Nurse. Okay, yeah, but she's not, she's not in the MCU apparently. But you know, so I mean, going through all these characters, I just don't get why people say the reason why I don't like it. Like, I don't understand what about these characters anyone would have a problem with. I mean, out of that list, is there anyone on this list that you don't particularly enjoy the performance? Don't enjoy the character? Other than to say what I said more times than not was if I didn't like you, I was indifferent about you, <laughs> you know? I kind of felt, felt that way about Pepper, but it's just because Gwyneth Paltrow is weird in real life and that just kind of <laughs> negatively impacts my view of her. Nice. <laughs> her and her special candles. <laughs> I mean, does she have a vagina stone in and the uh, hero armor? <laughs> or the rescue armor? Yeah. <laughs> rescue armor yeah so i just don't know i, I thought it was interesting for you and i to, to, to tackle that just for a minute just to go huh you know i just don't get it it doesn't yeah. it just didn't make sense to me i didn't think it was a thing and all of a sudden you're telling me oh yeah this is a big thing and i, I had no clue about the rotten tomatoes bombing or whatever you want to call it where they just destroy the show yeah just to try to get a point across or something like that because they're not happy with the females I'm pretty sure they did the same thing. With it makes Thor. no sense to me. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did think the same thing with Love and Thunder. Oh, they bombed it because yeah, because of this supposed agenda. Um, what about okay? What about that's why I asked you earlier on. I don't know if you heard me say it. What about are these bots? Same thing that happened with the Snyder Cut thing we talked about that last time. Is this just one small, very small faction that blitzed them with a bunch of bots and said, you know, do it that way? It could be. It's hard to say. I mean, the links people yeah. go to to get their agenda out there. I don't think it's that hard. No. <laughs> you know, all you got to do is a little programming and you're done. So that's you an interesting to topic. I, I guess my point being is I, I I understand that, yes, there is. Disney is not hiding the fact that they're trying to put representation out there. I don't think that's a, that's not a secret to anybody. No. Um, the level of which they want to do it versus what a conservative parent might be okay with there's got i, I think there's really a, a fine line maybe but i don't think they crossed it to be yeah. honest with you i think the 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 news the news media does they blow it out of proportion there you go we'll say yes. it that way i think they've blown out of proportion unnecessarily because it's not that big of a deal because if you know if you ta- if you're able to notice it, it's because you're an adult most kids probably don't even think twice about it no so yeah I don't know. I'm okay with the females. I don't. I wouldn't trash any of them, to be honest yeah. with you. 
might say I don't enjoy your performance, but I don't think you're making the MCU bad or worse off because of what you're doing there. Uh, I don't feel like so I have to hide it from about, my kids. I, I, we, we were supposed to save She-Hulk for last. Yes. Um, what's your take on She-Hulk as far as just the character first? Well, then we'll talk about the show. Um, I don't have a whole lot of background in the character. I know the John Byrne run from the 90s is pretty beloved, and I know a lot of people like the Dan Slott run. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see the character. I think it's a different dynamic of a Hulk than we've seen. Yep. So I, I was excited to watch it. Okay. And then I mean, just more from a, from, from a, it, do you think there's an agenda that do you see an agenda from that show or anything like that? No. Okay. And then as far as her performance, do you enjoy, did you enjoy her as a character, her performance and everything? I did. Um, I had seen, what's her name? Tatiana Masani. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd watched two seasons of Orphan Black and she was awesome in it. And so okay. I felt she nailed the character from what I knew. Okay. So, I mean, right off the bat, she's breaking the fourth wall, which yeah, I, which which I love. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, was, it, was it John Byrne or was it Peter David? It, it was John Byrne. I said Peter David last time. I was wrong. It's John Byrne. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, and then, so what was your takeaway from the first episode? I loved it. I mean, her dynamic with Ruffalo was great. Um, I don't know exactly if it's the same way in the comic, but I know that until fairly recently, she kept her intelligence when she would change. She didn't get over muscular like Hulk does. Um, and she would be in court as She-Hulk at times. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they nailed the little I know of the character. And it, w- it was a lot of fun. I laughed. I'm 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 in for the series. Okay, um, I liked it as well. I did. I liked every, I liked it was a pretty good intro episode, which I kind of find that to be funny because of how much Star Wars and Marvel TV shows feel like a slow burn to me most times. Yeah. Where I'm the one that tells you I hate it. I don't like it. I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it through this whole thing. Yeah. Um, except for Hawkeye, I don't think I did that with Hawkeye, did I? No. Well, here, here's the thing. That wasn't supposed to be the first episode. Oh, the one we just watched with She-Hulk was not supposed to be the first episode? No, they were going to do the origin story like the eighth episode toward, towards the end of the series. They huh. were just going to jump into it and then gradually go back and show you how she got that way. But gotcha. I don't remember if it was test audiences or what, but they decided to change it the last minute to do the origin right oh. at the beginning. Okay, I think maybe that's why I enjoyed it a little more because I get to got, I got to know her uh, yeah. personality better that way. I guess um, I'm on board. I'm I, I liked it. Um, what's so funny is we're talking about misogyny. We're talking about how there's people out there trying to hit Disney up with an agenda with pushing, you know, the female character or yeah. whatever. And what's so funny about it is the one female in my house that watched it, which was my wife. Mm-hmm. She couldn't stand it. She really. <laughs> did not like it at all i think most of it had to do with the fact that some of it was a little bit corny she said at times and then the other thing is she has such an eye for graphic art where i think the special effects kind of threw her off a little bit and she didn't like the special effects a lot so there Uh, were a lot of complaints about the early trailers on it but they they've worked pretty much the whole time up until release to get it to where it's at i didn't have a problem with it though with that 
I didn't either, but I don't have such I don't have the same eye that she does for the kind of stuff. But she catches it and she's just like, ah, I don't uh, someone's not she's like she's like with as far as um like you know, PlayStation games have come and animation has come and all this stuff. She's like, you can see all of it, but wait till they move their mouths. Whenever they move their mouths, someone's still just a little off. They can't perfect that. There's some reason they can't perfect that part of it. And I was like, oh, great. Yeah, maybe you're seeing something I don't. But I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it. it tomorrow and notice now. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where she nitpicks. I think sometimes and I'm like, that's a nitpick, really, more yeah. than a critique. Um, and she goes, oh, yeah, okay, fine, because. I'm like, I was laughing. I thought it was lighthearted. There's parts that I laughed out loud. I thought she was a likable character, especially when she bro- especially when she broke the fourth wall. She's yeah. super likable. Yeah. Um, so I'm on board. And I, I was happy that I didn't dislike the first episode of something for the first time. I was happy about that. And uh, I told her, and she goes, she goes, well, then she she came to me today. She's like, no, it was last night. Sorry, it was last night because we were trying to we're gonna, we're, she was asking if we are going to sit down and watch something. She goes, did that, that episode that She-Hulk come out yet? And I was like, no, it's Thursdays now, I guess. When yeah. It's coming up. And she goes, is Daredevil showing up? And I was like, yeah. He, he's supposed, she's like, because I thought I saw something online where he's coming. And I was like, so you're back on board? She's like, I'll watch it when he's on. <laughs> <laughs> she likes herself. She likes Daredevil a lot with me. She, she knows how much I, I think my affection and love for the character and also the show is mm-hmm. very infectious to her. Yeah. I think she enjoys it because of how much I like it kind of thing. Yeah. But my, I, maybe she thinks he's cute as well. I don't know. But <laughs> um, she wants to at least see that his parts in there, which I'm like, now don't get me wrong. I don't think he has a huge role in the show, but at least we get to see him once at least minimum once, I think. And from what I've heard, he's a little more lighthearted in this than he has been in, in his show. Well, he was, I don't think he was ever lighthearted. No, <laughs> but but it wasn't what they the, what they were going for. Right, so. and this character fluctuates though. It does, and I think it's it fluctuates a lot. And it depends on what book he's in. So if he was in a She-Hulk book, he'd be a lot more lighthearted than he is in his own book. Yeah, yeah, but even in his own book is what I'm talking about. Yeah, it, it depends on the writer and what story you're trying to get across, and who it depends he's around. On what kind of, but what they do a lot with him is the same thing they do with Peter. As far as if you're reading a Spider-Man book. Anytime you see in a book where either one of those characters are kind of going to be happy about something in their personal life, it ain't going to last very long. Oh, yeah. They'll just destroy it. Yep. <laughs> Some, something bad's about to happen. Yep. <laughs> it happens every time. Because otherwise there's no drama, right? So. Yep. Yeah. But no, I'm glad. I, I, yeah, I'm on board with you, man. I think I'm going to be... I'm Six episodes, right? Uh, No, I think this one is more. I want to say oh, nine. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's okay. Well, didn't isn't that what Miss Marvel had? Um, I think Miss Marvel had six. That was all she. <laughs> it felt a lot longer than. <laughs> yeah, Miss Marvel had six. Uh, uh-huh. She Hawk has yeah nine. Huh. Okay. Only thing that gives me pause or apprehension about the show was I don't know if you've seen these things online as well about the fact that the writers have said that they don't know how to write. Uh, Law drama or like law scenes, yeah, in the courtroom scenes. Have you seen any of that? No, oh, you didn't see it. Okay, yeah, no. I've been seeing that pop up where some of the writers saying, Yeah, we we discovered we weren't very good at writing, uh, you know, law or sorry, courtroom scenes. And I was like, That's not going to work well when the name of the of the TV show is Attorney at Law. <laughs> you guys better get really good at writing this shit, get those law and order writers in there. Exactly, man. Exactly. Oh my god. So that gives me a little pause, a little hesitation. They couldn't but, have one of those people in the writing room. 
you well, you'd hope you get somebody. In yeah. There, right? If you really needed help with that, then you go get some of the Daredevil writers or the, some of the show writers for Daredevil, or that goes to the source material go to the comic writers that have written the courtroom scenes and get some at least get some kind of consulting in there about it right but, yeah i'm sure um, abc has had a law drama before they could have found a writer from well or well, not, uh, what was it la law or was that was that nbc that was nbc those, those writers are probably dead at this point anyway well yeah la law law and order all that shit was on nbc i think so yeah. but they did like private practice no, I think yeah. was that what it was or Boston Legal. Yeah, so, I think uh, both, James yeah, both, were, both. Those were both shows in ABC. I think yeah, but were. Private Practice was uh, the Doctor one, the spinoff of Grey's Anatomy. No, I thought there was a law show called was that it? too. I think you're. Uh, I think you get your shows mixed up. Um, I might. I don't know. I, I I I can tell you this. I've never seen an episode of Grey's Anatomy. I've never seen an episode of Private Practice. And I've never seen an episode of Boston. Whatever you can just call Boston it. Boston Legal. Whatever. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen an episode. So I. I <laughs> can say that except for Grey's Anatomy. I think I've been through the whole show like two and a half times because mm-hmm. people no, in my I'm house like to watch that type of stuff. No, I am guilty of being an ER fan at one time. I did love ER for a while, oh, but then I helped because yeah. I was around for like 20 years or something like that, I think. So I just eventually I was like, no, I can't keep up on that one. Plus it had Clooney. Yeah. So, all right, man. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm really wanting to watch the second episode. Did, yeah. you, sorry, did you say you watched it? No, we were going to try to watch it before soccer practice, but Aaron had an appointment and it got, uh-huh. it, she got a text saying they could take her early. So, yeah, okay. we're, yeah. we're going to watch it tomorrow. Yeah, either I'll watch it late tonight with her if she stays up, or I'll have to, like I said, watch it tomorrow because I really want to watch it. Honestly, I'm hoping we get, <laughs> how long are they going to make me wait to see Daredevil? How, is it, do you know when he appears? Do you, no are you just not telling me? No, I, I didn't know. I fact, need to know. <laughs> I thought the post credit scene was going to be him, not the fact Wait, that Captain that's what, America that's what I was waiting for. I was hoping for it, man. I was like, come on, baby. Come on. <laughs> did not get it. So what did you think of the post credit scene? I thought it was funny. It was funny. And people complained about it. Come on, guys. Yeah. If they're adults, come on. Get out of here. <laughs> it was funny. It I, was. I, take it lighthearted. Although... A little out of place for a Disney, but this is Marvel, so you know, right. Yeah. Well, they cut it off before she finished Fox, so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you have any? Uh, did you have any topics for the evening other than us talking about that part? Um, no, there's just one small thing I saw today. Okay. Apparently, there's rumors that they are greenlighting Man of Steel too. After all the stuff they've cut out of DC, they're gonna go. They're, they're going to do this, apparently. You can't tell me you believe that. I really can't with everything. Because the other thing that they announced was they're pushing back both Aquaman and Shazam 2. Yep. So Shaz- both of them were originally supposed to be out this year. Now Shazam 2 is going in March of next year, and then uh, Aquaman 2 is going Christmas next year. J. You know, there's nothing I'd rather have in this world than the Man of Steel two. I'd love it. Yeah. I think Cal's got, but doesn't don't you think Cal? Well, unless he's under contract, mm-hmm. unless he wants to breach the contract, he's probably got to be done with this. He's got to be like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not playing this game with y'all unless they're going to re- recast. I don't know if that's what they're planning on doing or something like that. I don't but, think so. From what I heard, it was supposed to be Cavill. And how just... are they going to move forward with it if Snyder's not on board? And they I... said they're done with the Snyderverse and they're done with D- the DCEU. I have no clue because. There's so much contradiction coming out of Warner right now. Because did you read 
about the Flash? Um, what now? <laughs> there was a private viewing in the parking lot or something like that. No, which makes no sense. I don't think that actually happened. But apparently, there's a private viewing now. The parking lot thing, maybe I misremember that. But yeah, there's a private viewing, and apparently, it's amazing. It's ready. It's they're they want to push this thing. That they, like they're like this is too good not to release or something like that. And I'm like, there's no way that movie is seeing the light of day. I can't believe that they're going to actually show that to anybody because they're not going to be able to put him out on a press tour. Yeah. They're never going to have the, he can't come back as the character. There's just no way. But I think they can get away with pushing it and not <laughs> using him and just focusing on Michael Keaton. Cause I think that, Michael Keaton is going to be the selling point at this point. Or you just go with the fact that, okay, he is, um, can't, he's Barry, right? Yeah. So he's Barry. Oh, and this is supposed to be Flashpoint, right? We're resetting things, maybe. Possibly. Why don't we do Barry gets? Why don't we do Barry gets lost in, in the Speed Force, and now we get Wally, and we're going to transition over to Flash. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the simplest, smartest thing to do. So I don't believe I, I don't believe we're ever going to see Flash, but if we do. It'd be interesting. It's going to be a clusterfuck because no one's. There's going to be a lot of protest or something. I'm thinking about with him in a movie. Yeah. So um, the other. I'll never believe. Man, oh, sorry. Yeah. I was going to say the other but, thing they could do is go to Ben Affleck because he's in the movie too. He's supposed to be an mm-hmm. Aquaman too. Be like, look, we we know you don't really want to do Batman anymore. We will green light one of your next movies if if you promote this. If you're, okay. if you and Michael Keaton will be the face of this, we'll, we'll do whatever project you want to do next. That makes sense. That's that makes logical sense. Because no, I mean, know. if you look at the stuff he's done, not involving superheroes, they they're usually really good. They usually make money for yeah. him. They get they get some they get a uh, critical acclaim. They get yeah. Oscar. It's Oscar great stuff. So yeah. Um, but to back to your Man of Steel two thing. I will never believe it. Even if they even if they film the whole thing, I will never believe it will come out. <laughs> I don't trust Warner Brothers at all anymore about what they're doing. There's no direction here. No. It makes no sense if they're going to get rid of that universe and say DCEU is done, Snyderverse is done. It makes no sense to release Man of Steel 2. It makes no sense. I agree. So, it totally goes hey, against everything they've said. I'd be, I'd be happy. I, I just want to see Cavill in the role again. I'd like that. But yeah. bring, him on believe his, it. bring him on his Hyperion. I don't have a problem with that either. I think that's a big F you to them. I'm I'm oh, yeah. I'm worried with that. So no, I, I, I'm I'm surprised you saw that. I'm curious. Where did you see that? Um, it was on one of the bigger sites, Deadline or something. Really? Yeah, I, mm. I should have saved the link today. Okay. I'm curious, but eh. again, I don't believe it. But eh, who knows? Yeah. So what you you got anything else? Nope, that's pretty much it. Okay. Do you want to hit on a few homework items real quick? Sure. Um, so Friday night we watched The Gray Man on Netflix. The Gray Man? Yeah. Okay. Gray Man with uh, what's his name? It's uh, uh, Chris Evans and um, Gosling, right? Yeah. Ryan Gosling. Petey. Okay. So how, how was that? Um, it was really good. Oh, really? Okay. So it was made by the um, Russo brothers. Oh, okay. This is their big project they're working on. Um, it's based off a series of books. 
And it's going to be multiple movies. There's going to be spinoffs, and it's all for Netflix. Mm-hmm. It was a really good action movie. Had hints of like Jason Bourne type stuff. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. The whole family loved it. Okay. Is the book series? How long is the book series? I don't know. I picked up the first book. I was hopefully going to read it before we saw it, but I wanted to see it that bad, so. Okay. I'll get to the book and see how it is and maybe pick up the other ones before everything else comes out. Okay. So let's see. So so um, the the basic gist of it is Ryan Gosling is um a kid that's in prison. He gets released so he can be a CIA hitman. Okay, nice. And um his last project goes wrong and uh the CIA comes for him. Very oh. very born like, but Okay, yeah. But it, it it's it's a lot of fun. Okay. Is it, is it is it got comedy pieces to it as well or is it all yes. straight up out? Chris okay. Evans is a total douchebag in it and I loved it. <laughs> nice. Okay. Cuz you're that. used to him being cap and he's just Yeah. He's a total prick in it. Nice. So total opposite end of the spectrum there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. So, what did you watch? Anything else? Or is that like the main thing you so watched? So we started Ready or Not after it, but we had to turn it off because it was just too much for Madeline at that point. Ready or Not was the um, I think uh, I've seen this. twenty or ni- twenty nineteen. I think it was about the girl that gets married into the family and they play a game yes, the night of the marriage. I saw that. It's good. I like that movie actually. Oh, it <laughs> was so movie. crazy. Yeah. So that, that when. So we turned it off at the part where she gets off the property and um, the the guy chases her in the car. Something happened. There was a jump scare. And Madeline's like, I'm done. It was yeah. like 10 o'clock at night, too. And so we're like, okay, we'll finish it some other time. Okay. But we were, yeah, we were cracking up at a lot of this girl, stuff. It's got the girl that looks like Margot Robbie, but it's not Margot Robbie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, I can't think of her name right now. Her name is Samara Weaving. Yes. Yeah. She's in a really good show. Um, uh, Netflix show. Not for kids at all. Uh, it's called Sex Education. Um, okay. I've seen it out there. It's really good. That's a great show, too. Uh, re- highly recommend that one. Okay. But yeah, that was, that was a good movie. I like Ready or Not. That was pretty good. Yeah. So then I also we watched a few weeks ago uh, 12 Years a Slave. Oh, I told you about that one, didn't I? Yeah. That was so good, wasn't it? It Heartbreaking was. Heartbreaking, too. Yes. Um, Will quit watching it halfway through. He's like, this is so sad, I cannot watch yeah. this anymore. Yeah, I agree with him. I agree. It's very sad. It is. Very, very, very depressing movie. Yeah, but, man, uh, I, I'll never be able to say this guy's name. Edge of Four or whatever. Yeah. I, for whatever, how you pronounce it. Yeah. I don't think he won Best Actor that year, did he? But, man. I don't I, think so, but he should have. I think maybe he should. Yeah, I know, right? He was amazing in that movie. I everybody was amazing in that. Michael Fassbender was the jerk owner. Oh, um, he was evil. He was evil guy. Yeah, but man, it was just such a powerful movie. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very I, one of those ones where you go, "Where was I when this thing came out? What was I thinking? Not watching this thing right away." I had young kids, and we didn't see those type of movies back then. Yeah. Yeah, and then when you try to have your kids watch it, nope, can't watch it, too depressing. Yeah, Madeline watched the whole thing. She she really enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, 
for for the content of it. Yeah. Those, those are really our kid movies, man. That's that's hard. If they can sit through that and get something out of it. It's awesome. Otherwise, I understand because that's those are hard to you know decipher for yeah. a kid. I'm trying to get what are you trying to get out of this kind of thing, but yeah. I, that I was the same way though watching movies when I was growing up. I would watch mm-hmm. those type of movies with my mom at least. My dad didn't yeah. watch movies. <laughs> Fell asleep. <laughs> or, or he would say, we, we'd watch something and he'd be like, this is the worst movie I ever saw. And then like we'd watch something the next week and he'd be like, no, I, I, I stand corrected. <laughs> this is officially what we're saying. He's talking about like classes, like Dances with Wolves, worst thing I've ever seen. Wait, what? It's Dances with Wolves? <laughs> no, it was, there's something about Mary and the Big Lebowski. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> Oh, that's too he he would always say Breakfast at Tiffany was the best movie ever made. And that was like the last movie he saw for a long time. <laughs> Which came out way long time. Yeah. I, I think the only time only time I ever went to the theater with him was to see Wayne's World. And that was because oh, no. <laughs> that was because we were at a family function on his side and he did not want to be there. And he told his sisters that he promised us he would take us to see it. So he, he, uh, you kids sit here and watch this. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> I'll be uh, in the car. <laughs> Too funny, dude. Yeah. That's funny. Wow, Wayne's World. Oh, with how much we love that movie versus how much he must have hated that. <laughs> yeah. Makes me laugh, dude. Makes me laugh. Yeah. That, if you put movies on a graph, the correlation of how much he hated it versus us liked it would like correlate every time. Yep, yep, yep. Opposite ends. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh my god. That's so, funny. I, I can tell you. It's funny you say that. I can. I can also name the only movie I ever saw with my dad in a movie theater. Yeah. Only one. It's only because I complained and cried and whined so much. Batman Returns. Oh. Not even not even Batman. Yeah. Man returns, and then <laughs> he must have hated that thing so much. <laughs> and I, I, I don't think my parents were prepared for how dark that thing was going to be. Yeah, you know, the penguin performance and everything in there. But I had to go see it. I had to. I, I had to see Batman, right? So yeah, he's probably I'm like sure he the same thing. He hated that thing. It's the worst movie ever. Kind yeah. of thing. He's probably like, why is the guy from Taxi dressed like that? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh my god, I can see Marty doing that. Yep. Oh. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. So that's right. pretty much movie wise all I watched. Um I'm about eight episodes into Sandman and I'm loving it. Okay. It's slow. It follows the comic pretty well for a thirty year old comic. Um Episode eight though is one that deals with the character of death and it's just breathtaking. Oh wow! Oh, whoa, that's that's a compliment right there. It is. Interesting. Um, the the comic, the issue that that is based off of, it was so accurate, and basically the gist of the story is Morpheus, the Sandman, is walking mm-hmm. around with his sister Death, as she's doing her job. Mm-hmm. So like they're in a park, and this guy kicks a soccer ball by her, and he comes up and he kind of hits on her. He's like, maybe I could see you again. She goes, Oh, you will. Oh, nice! And, and so they go, and like they go to an old Jewish guy who's playing a violin, and he recognizes her, and he's like, "Can I, can I do one thing?" 
And she goes, as long as it's quick. And so he says a prayer and he's like, okay, I'm ready. And so then they go to a crib and there's a baby crying. And oh, she, no. she looks in and she touches the baby and the baby starts crying and they walk out of the room and you're just like, oh God. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's, it's impactful, just the whole story. And then mm-hmm. at the very end of the episode, they go back to the park and the soccer ball goes flying by them and the guy runs to go get it and you hear a car crash. <sighs> and the guy walks over and she starts talking to him. Mm-hmm. And then it pans and you see the guy laying in the street. Oh my God. Makes me want to watch it though. It, it does. Well, but will I be able to make it through? I don't know, man. I don't know if I'll be able to make it's it through. It's slow. Aaron, Aaron's watched the first episode and she's like, I'm done. She tapped out. Yeah. You know? I, and that's been a lot of people. Either you, it, it, there's, Either you absolutely love it or you just tap out and you're like, nope, can't do it. Yeah. That's what I've been hearing. So So if you try it, you can't get through it. Just jump up to the episode with death. Okay. Gotcha. So that's a good, I appreciate that. All right. Yeah. So that, that's pretty much it. I'm going to get back into watching stuff next week. Okay. Yeah. I've been taking, I've been watching stuff here and there, but for the most part, to be honest with you, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts right now. Uh, so not having a lot of time for watching stuff, but um, but we haven't talked about homework in a while, so I've had I've been able to pile some stuff up. But we we've hit on a few things, I think. Yeah. Um, did you watch Prey? The I've not yet. Movie? I want to. Not yet. It's okay. It's okay. It's different. I like the fact that it's different, and I I like what the internet's doing with it right now, saying give me the predator and different time, yeah like different time periods. But I thought that's kind of a cool concept, so it's cool. I'm okay with that. Yeah, um, that, it wasn't the best movie. The fact that it came out of Hulu it made a lot of sense because it definitely wasn't a theater-worthy movie, in my opinion. Yeah, but I was listening to uh, Fat Man Beyond, and they talked about it. And they said, "Well, if a movie like Top Gun can make a billion dollars, this probably could have made quite a bit." Uh, I don't know. I wasn't that. It, like I said, it's okay. It's not yeah. great. So eh, who knows? Maybe they liked it a lot more than I did, kind of thing. Yeah, I think so. Um, are you a big Predator person to begin with? I love the first one. Yeah. I really do, but the rest, I don't like the rest, to be honest with you. Yeah. I never saw Predator. I didn't see Predators or Alien vs. Predator. I didn't watch any of those. Yeah. Because um, Predators was the one with Adrian Brody. Yep. Um, I've seen the second one. It was okay. The one with Danny Glover. It's I, I've seen it multiple times. It was always on Channel 11 growing up kind of movie. Yeah. You know? That's definitely a Channel 11 movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From back in the day. But I mean, who doesn't love? I mean, the first one's a classic, in my opinion. I yeah. love that one. So, I, do I enjoy Predator? I enjoy the first movie. I do not enjoy the franchise. Not because I hate it. It's just not. Yeah. A great. That's one of those franchises I always follow. Um. So let's see. Prey, Vikings, is a TV show. Yeah. I thought. I think I've told you about it a couple times. Yeah. I'm about to hop off of it though. Just not good. I think I talked about it last time a little bit. Um. Stranger Things. I don't know if we talked about it. I think you're still way, way behind on that one. I'm, uh, I'm about to start season four. Oh, oh, you were about to. Oh, okay, good. Let me know when you're done. We'll talk about it more when you, okay. when you finish it. Because I loved a lot about season four. There was a lot of good stuff in there. And that's what and I've heard. One, the character you probably know about. I won't, It's not going to spoil you anything, but there's a character named Eddie in it. Yeah. And he will be the main cost. Like you know how when uh, Dark Knight came out, everyone was Joker. Yeah. This Halloween, everyone's going to be Eddie, I think. It's nice. Gonna, it's gonna be big. Although it sucks it didn't come out closer to Halloween time. Yeah. And for sure, everyone would, would be dressed up as Eddie. 
Uh, we already talked a lot about Thor. And we talked. We did a big review on Thor: Love and Thunder last time, I think. Yeah. And I told you I finished Ms. Marvel, so we got that out of the way. Yeah. We talked about Woodstock '99. Yeah. Right? Did you get around to watching that? I have not. That's like one of the top things on my list. Okay. Yeah, put that on. You're gonna like that one. And I think I told you about Jack Ryan. I, I've watched it. So you have watched it, but did we talk about it? No, we've never talked about it. I, I talked with somebody else then. That's who I, I've uh, been talking about this a lot yeah. <laughs> to a lot of people because <laughs> of how much I loved Jack Ryan. I want season three now because <laughs> that's really good show. Super good show. I was a season little, one. No, I, okay, go ahead. I was a little disappointed in season two because season one was, was amazing. Yes. Thank you. You So we see eye to eye on that. Exactly. Yeah. Season one is some of the best TV ever, in my opinion. It's up there as far as a classic show. But then I guess it was season one was so good. Trying to follow up with season two was a big letdown. Yeah. But I, it's still enjoyable enough, though. And seeing uh, Krasinski as Jack Ryan, he fits it really well. He does. Really, really into that character. So. And anytime I can get more bunk, I'm happy. That's my boy, dude. Yeah. You're the only one calls him bunk, too. I was like, <laughs> I was trying to describe the show to somebody. I was like, has my boy Bunk in it? Like, who the hell is Bunk? I was like, how do you not know who Bunk is, dude? <laughs> I, every time we talked about it and I talked about his character, I'd call him that. Aaron's like, who are you talking about? His name's Bunk. And that's that's all you need to know is yes. his name. His real, it's Greer. I think his name is Greer in the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Bunk to me, man. Because <laughs> Jack Ryan got me onto a Tom Clancy kick. So then I kicked on over to Without Remorse. That was the Michael B. Jordan movie on Amazon. Yeah, I, I hadn't seen that, but that's something that I'd take notice of and background movie at the most okay. not not nothing it punisher-esque if i may okay that's all i'll give and if i say that that really gives away a lot about it to be honest with you i'm yeah. not spoiling it by any means but punisher-esque we'll go with that um it's reason enough I to watched, watch it all right i watched this and i don't know if it's on your radar at all but day shift is on netflix Did i want to see shift? it i i heard it's fun for what it is for what it is don't give it too much credence. Don't take it too seriously. It's not bad. It's a good Netflix. Perfect on Netflix. Don't ever put that in the movie theater. But on Netflix, perfect Netflix. Okay. Is there is there nudity or very much scary stuff? I think one scene maybe jump, and I can't remember any nudity at all. Okay. It has my boy. It's got Snoop Dogg in it, so it's awesome already. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, as for what it was, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, did I give you the breakdown on these two uh, documentaries, "Most Hated Man on the Internet" and "I Just Killed My Dad"? Did we talk about those at all? Uh, you talked about the most hated man in the internet because I have that written down as something to watch. Oh, yeah, you need to watch that one. Um, "I Just Killed Your Dad" was a captivating story as well. Okay. Um, watch that one if all you right. can. Try to fit it in. Maybe it's better to talk about it than me trying to tell you what it's about other than I can give you a quick synopsis of it's about a kid that killed his dad. <laughs> That's all I can really say without spoiling too much to be yeah. honest with you. Um, but there's a twist in this thing. There's a little bit of a twist uh, where you're going to go with it. And it's, as they unpack it, you know, going throughout the story, it may, it, you have to take pause on this one. And it's just like, huh, what an interesting movie. Super interesting documentary. Maybe want to try to find more good documentaries, but I just couldn't find anything that was interesting to me at the time. Yeah. Um, I think I put on my list, uh, but I don't think I really 
watched it as much as Jen did. She watched it the whole way through, and I got to see bits and pieces as I was busy doing some other stuff. Uh, Lost City is on Amazon. Okay. It's a uh, Ch- Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock. It okay. was out in the theater. It, yes. came, out in theater. it came out in, uh, in the th- two months ago, I think. It was the previews were funny. Yes. I'm like, this is a good, this was a good date movie. And had I not had stuff, other stuff going on, I would have sat down with her and actually watched it with her. And it's just one of those romantic comedies that's actually pretty funny, at least the parts I was watching. And I think Channing Tatum is a better romantic comedy actor than people give him credit for. He's actually funnier than most people give him credit for. I think. Yeah. Um, and I'm a, I'm a fan of what he does, and I think it's it's pretty good. It's, I think you and Aaron would enjoy it. That that was one we talked about going to see in the theater and just never made it to. Um, so it's it's on Amazon. So I, I recommend it. Okay. Oh, good. We'll we'll check that out then. Um, I I think he does better in those type of roles than he does in like I don't know GI yeah. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for sure. Yeah. For sure. He he's not a leading man that way in a, no. action movie style. I don't think, I don't see him as an action movie guy to be honest with you. Um, no, and we'll do this one real quick because I don't need to say much about it. Uncharted, because you said you yeah. rented it and watched it. Yeah, I wanted to like it a lot more than I did. It was um, underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom, uh, god dang it, Tom Holland. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> he was just Peter Parker. That's all he really was, man. Yeah, he really was just Peter Parker in that role. Um, but I liked it for what it was. Good Netflix movie. Glad I did not spend the money on the movie ticket at the theater. Really yeah. glad I didn't spend the money. Yeah, because we talked about going to the theater for that one. And instead yeah. we paid the three bucks to rent it. That was yeah. a much better way to go. And I t- Did I ever tell you I ended up finishing Pig with the Nick Cage movie? No. I need Finally to watch got it. Finally got to that one. It was okay. Yeah. If you have time, background movie at the most. It's Nick Cage is really good in it though. I thought yeah. he was pretty pretty darn good. I got I'm gonna save one for last because this is the one I really need you to put towards the top of your list. But uh I'm back on board with the boys. Yeah. I'm on season I'm still in season two. Okay. Uh I'm at a point now where Homelander and Storm Stormfront. Stormfront, thank you. Are a couple now. Yep. And the show gets better and better. I'm liking this show again. It, they lost oh. me for a little bit. And now I'm back on board, baby. And it's good. Just, it's good. <laughs> just wait till season three. I know. I can't wait because I heard how messed up it is. And I can't wait because, man, the Homelander is just a man child that has temper tantrums. That dude has temper tantrums is what it is. <laughs> and could you picture anybody but Anthony Starr playing him? At this Not point? now. I can't. The dude does an amazing job with that character. He does a really good job. Wait till you see the last scene of season two. It was actually supposed to be in season one. They cut it. Really, and then they're like, "Well, we got it. Let's throw it in." Ooh, okay, I can't wait. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to work my way through that, but it's one of the shows where I don't want to have it on in the background. I kind of want to pay attention pretty yeah. closely to that one. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get more on that one. It's getting better again. Yeah. Uh, and Jen and I started this one last night because we didn't want to start. She wanted. She kind of wanted to watch Westworld, and I, I jumped off Westworld. I'm not a fan of it right now. And then we didn't want to start House of Dragon, which did you guys watch that yet? Watch, oh, we did watch the first one. It was okay. Okay, no, I, no I was waiting for more to come out. I didn't. I want to binge that one more than I would just want to watch it week at you know week to week. Yeah. So instead, we landed on uh, Better Call Saul. Okay. We hopped on board. I've Have seen, you watched it? I've seen some of the first season. I want to wait till it's all done so I can just binge the whole thing like I did Breaking Bad. It's done though, I think. Right? Is it done now? Yeah, but I don't know if it's out yet on streaming anywhere well it's seven seasons though right i believe yeah something like that 
dude, Better Call Saul is so good. I know. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Bob Odenkirk is good in anything. I get the hype. And I'm like, this Vince Gilligan guy knows how to write TV. Yes. Oh, it's so good. I'm enjoying it. He's the, the way I tried to describe it to Jen when we were kind of discussing it a little bit before going to bed last night was he's a character that's a villain that you root for that has goodness in him, but circumstances make it to where he can't be the better reach the potential that he has inside him to be a good person. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that he tries to do, he has to fall back into, I got to be a bad person. And, you're, you're rooting for him to be good, and he just can't. He can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it breaks my heart. I'm loving it so far. We're about, we, we've been through like four episodes last night. It's so good. All right. That, um, that's on the radar. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's really, really good. Um, this is the one I usually give you homework like this just for my, uh, if I had to watch it, you got to watch it too. For, <laughs> this for is your, one of those. For your sadistic amusement. All right, you ready for this one? It's okay. you know of it, you've heard the name of it. Okay. And I don't. I'm, I'll be surprised if you watched it, but I, I think at some point maybe you even said, "Yeah, I kind of think I want to watch that too." Licorice Pizza. Yes, I want to see. Okay, it. okay, because it's up your alley with being weird, right? Yep. And it's by what's his name, the director, Magnolia director, um, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. PTA. Yep. Okay, sorry, I had to get, let my brain catch up for a second. PTA is hit or miss for me because I love Boogie Nights so much that gets masterpiece tagged on for me. I think that movie's yeah. a masterpiece. I really do. But I've never seen Magnolia because of how much I heard most people hated it. Which I don't know. Do you are you on board with that too? You hate Magnolia? Is that worth? I finally, I need to go back and do my homework. I liked it. It was probably a little bit too long, and it's not something I'd ever go watch again. But I really enjoyed watching it when I did. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring up more Paul. I'm gonna bring up his filmography. I, real quick. I was just about to do that. Didn't he do Punch Drunk Love too with Adam Sandler? He did. I've never seen that all the way through. It, that was a really good movie. Which, okay. I really I don't like know his movie. work. Here's what's so funny. I don't know his work enough to say I don't like him, but I've always th- thought I guess maybe I didn't like him because maybe Kevin Smith told me I shouldn't like him because I'm a Magnolia fan, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But he, um, he's also said he shouldn't have said that because he makes yeah. good movies too. So, okay. Oh, God. He's because got a lot out here. There's a lot here, but I don't know what's your his really versus what well, maybe he. I don't know. Because, I mean, if you look, there's like a bajillion music videos. Yeah. Well, and here, here's the funny thing. Yeah. Punch Drug Love is one of them. Yeah. I've never heard of Inherit Vice. There's a movie called The Dirk Diggler Story, which I guess was a short. Maybe that's his student film he did at one point. And then he did Boogie Nights after that. Yes. But I've never seen The Master. But The Master has um, Philip Seymour Hoffman in it, if I remember correctly. So I definitely want to give that a shot. Yes. And then Phantom Uh, Thread. The Master. I don't know. Hold on. I'm pulling up The Master real quick. Isn't that his, like, take on... uh... No, I was completely wrong. I thought it was about um, Scientology, but it's not. No, okay. Um, Phantom Thread was just one of those where I think it's, I don't think I can get through something like that. That's too Oscar baity for me, I think. Um, but it, it has Daniel Day Lewis, and he's one of the best ever, right? So maybe I should give it a shot. Which one? Phantom Thread. Never. Uh, yeah, I never saw it. 
Okay. Uh, Magnolia. The only thing that bothers me about Magnolia is I don't know enough about it except for the fact that Tom Cruise plays like a weird evangel evangelist or something like that. Yeah. Right? All right. He's like a self-help guy. Okay. And that's going to bother me a lot, especially with Tom Cruise being in the role. That's going to be a little over the top for me, I think, and make me not want to watch it. Yeah, but they kind of um, show that the the persona on stage is not like the persona in real life. Okay. Um, because his dad's dying and they hadn't talked in years and it didn't go in line with what he talked about on his, on stage. So def, definitely an interesting movie. Okay. And then There Will Be Blood. I love that one. That's I love There movie. Will Be Blood. Yes. So of what I've seen, I liked, and I ha- I've got a lot of blind spots here. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll have to. I okay. So, as far as the filmography, I can't speak on him. As far as do I like this director? Do I hate him? Maybe he does some good ones, does some bad ones. Every director has that, right? Yeah. Licorice Pizza. It's so weird, and it has a dynamic in it that makes you go, "How is Hollywood getting away with this? Why aren't people stopping it?" And why did I watch this movie and not have a huge problem with it? And let me, <laughs> it's not a spoiler because it sets the premise because you should have heard about this, I think, mm-hmm. where there's two main characters. One is 25 in the movie. She, she's a 25-year-old woman. Yeah. And the other character is 15. There's no sex scene between the two. Yeah. So this isn't like the teacher, which came out on FX. I don't know if you ever heard about the I, yeah, controversy behind them all. Yeah. But you're watching this, and this there's an innocence to it. That's, I don't know why they got it. Of course, if this were flipped, if the guy were 25 and the girl were 15, this movie would have been squashed. Right? There, it wouldn't even exist. Right. But since the genders were reversed and the ages were reversed, where we have the boy being the younger one, the woman and the woman, but she's a young she's she. When you watch this woman, what's even more messed up is she's thirty years old in real life. I believe that that time of filming the kid really was fifteen because it's Phil it's Philip Seymour Hoffman's kid. Yeah, who plays so. I I have a feeling that if you say this movie's good, it makes you a almost a sex offender. Yeah. <laughs> but if you say it's bad, it's not fair to the movie. And I'm just so confused by it. You're trying to understand what the point of it was. Yet there's scenes in it that are captivating. Yeah. And it makes you feel dirty to say that. Now, mind you, I'm not saying they're dirty because they're like sexual. They're not. There's a will she, will they, won't they kind of thing going on in the movie. But it makes you go, but you don't feel odd about it because the kid plays way above his age. Yeah. And mind you, he's three years old, three years away from being an adult, but I'm also going the whole time going, I would never want my son anywhere near involved with a 25 year old. There's just too big of an age gap as far as maturity goes. But what's so crazy is this girl in the movie so immature for her age and so lost as a character. You're going, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So Jay, I don't know if I can I want you to watch it. I can say I wasn't the only one that watched it. Yeah. But also it makes me feel like if I tell you to watch it, you're watching a movie that 
borderlines on is this appropriate to watch? Right. And I didn't know that was the. I had no clue going like when going to this movie. I had no idea about any of that stuff. Yeah. I had no clue. It's kind of a. Um, have you ever heard of the? It's it's called like it's called a May June relationship. I've heard of that before because I've heard of it being used with the play Harold and Maude. Have you ever heard of Harold and Maude? Yes. Yeah. This feels like his take on a Harold and Maude story, but in Harold and Maude there was no sexual relationship at all in that one either if i remember correctly yeah. I remember the play right so i don't know if i could tell you to watch. i want you to watch so i don't feel so gross about it yeah <laughs> but then again there's so much innocence in this movie that there's not there's nothing that happens in this movie that pushes boundaries right if i can say it that way so if i said it enough in a confusing manner that you go i don't even know what he's talking about i, don't, I feel like that <laughs> feels like i'm saying it that way yeah no it, it, it's still one it's that's on my radar Okay, so it's definitely a movie since I had to watch it, I'm going to make you watch it. <laughs> so I can't be alone in this thing, man. Uh, so it makes me think of two things. The okay. relationship between Kate Hudson and the kid in Almost Famous. There you go. There you go. I'm so glad you brought that up. That's very fitting. Okay, but yeah. there wasn't as big an age gap there, though. No, I don't think there was. But, okay. But then when I was on the TMA fan page, it seemed like weekly there was a thread that someone started with a news article about a female teacher sleeping with a male student. Yes. Yeah. And it's so funny because we're like, Oh, we never had teachers like that in high school. No. But then if it was the other way around, it would be a huge, like a huge issue. Absolutely. And like I said, this movie would never be made. It would right. be, no, it'd be child porn. But then again, I talked with Jen about it a little bit because I was like, there's no way you'd ever watch this movie. And I go, but there was one movie, Lolita, remember? Yes. Because that's, that's a book or something. like. I know yeah, that's a whole... It's a book and it was a Kubrick movie. Yeah. And so I'm like, it gives me pause and goes, what is going on in Hollywood where these stories or these movies are kind of a thing? And I'm like, that's not okay. I'm not okay with that. I don't like that. Right. But they, but I think they told they tow the line... There's a thin red line on this. And they tow, they get right on that line. They tow it, and they don't ever cross it to get away with it. I guess. But yeah. So <sighs> Lolita was the original movie was made in 1962. Okay. There but was, Jeremy, it was Jeremy Irons in that, or is that a remake? The remake had Jeremy Irons. That was the, a remake. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. So I'm trying to see when the book came out. Um, because I think the book is older than that, and it's looks like it's Russian. Vladimir Nabobokov. Okay. Well, it says publication date 1989, but I don't but know. If I that's had maybe just controversy the... about that because isn't Lolita where he the, the line is crossed in that? Yes. Ugh. See, that's just gross. I, I, I don't know a... how that's film. How, right. how is that art? How is that film? That's not. It's I not. thought it was older than this, but it's actually from 1955. That's just messed up, dude. Yeah. So. And I want to tell you again, Liquor's Pizza does not cross that line at all. It really doesn't. Yeah. But it, it is, it's a, it's a taboo. It's, it's very taboo. I mean, that's the best way for me to do it. It's taboo. Yeah. But is it taboo to the point of offensive or is it child pornography or anything like that? No, it's not. It's yeah. definitely not that. But man, it makes me go, Paul Thomas Anderson, what are you trying to do? <laughs> what, why did you feel the need to make this story and make this movie? But what sucks about it is there's actually quite a few scenes that are entertaining. Some yeah. are really funny. 
I just movies like this are the ones that you think about, you watch, and you go, I think I need to see a director. Like what sucks about streaming, and it was someone brought this up on a uh, Reddit thread, or it was on a podcast. It was actually on a podcast. Sorry, where when we've lost physical media now, we don't have the DVD or Blu-rays anymore. Yeah. We've now lost the director's commentary. Yeah, which I don't know how big you were into those. Oh, movies I, that make. I would usually watch. I there are a lot of movies I watch the movie and then I would go back and watch it again with the commentary. Because you it it, hit, it, it sparked you a certain way, it hit you a certain way. You wanted to understand the director's. Yep. What am I supposed to be seeing here? I want to understand this. I want a deeper connection with this movie somehow. I don't want. To, I don't want a deeper connection with this movie. <laughs> yeah. But I want to. I do want to understand it. I want to try to understand it and. Maybe I shouldn't, and that's why I feel bad. Is like maybe I shouldn't want to understand this movie, but it's so confusing about what they're trying to establish here, what they're trying to accomplish. And it was freaking nominated, dude. This was a best picture nomination. Yeah, it's so which makes me pause. <laughs> really, to be honest with you, I mean, a lot of his movies have cryptic messages to them that you don't necessarily know. I would say that's mm-hmm. how Magnolia was. That's how uh, uh, Punch Drunk Love was. Okay. Um, so I, I mean, it fits with what he does. You also got to remember too, his second feature he directed was Boogie Nights. Yeah. So I mean, he's not against touching those taboo topics. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Because well, hell, even Roller Girl in that movie is too young. I think if I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, you're right. He 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 doesn't mind towing that line. Yeah. While. Yeah, I don't know. So it has critical. Okay, here I'm looking at it right now. Seven point two on IMDb, ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, unknown actors as, as the leads, but Bradley Cooper's in it. Yep. You want to know who Bradley Cooper? Do you know who he plays? No. He plays John Peters. The movie director. Does that name ring a bell? The movie producer. He's the movie. He's John Peters in this movie, dude. Bradley Cooper's he's, hilarious in it. It's really funny. It's super funny, dude. The the uh, grizzly bear guy from uh, Kevin Smith's Superman movie. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh my god. So, yeah. No. Um. Yeah, that's all I got for you. I, I say that one flash. That was the most controversial one, I guess. That yeah. was like. I, I, I try to make you watch messed up things every now and then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this one's one of those. This is one of those. I don't think you give me many of those, though. I don't think I, you, I don't think you're as mean as I am to you. <laughs> I, but see, I don't I don't watch a lot of that because most of what I watch is with my family at this point. Yeah. No, this was one I, where I was just like, yeah, I, I stay up way later than everybody. And it's just like, yeah, I'll watch this one. I, I, I heard about it. I wanted to watch it. Oh, this is another character that will pop up and you go, oh, hey, that's that one girl. Uh, the waitress from uh, Always Sunny in Philly. She's in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Throw her in there. That's so she's uh, in there. Charlie Day's Hot wife. Night. Is that his wife for real? Yes. Were they married before that show ever came out? Yes. Or were they married in the middle of production? No, they, I think they were married before the show. That makes that dynamic so funny. I know. <laughs> you know that. Well, because <laughs> Mac and uh, Caitlin Olsen are married, too. I knew about that. Yeah. I did know about that. But the fact that the waitress, because you know how much Charlie Day loves her in that yes. show, and she can't stand him. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny, dude. Oh wow, I would never have known that until you just told me. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's funny, dude. Funny, yeah. funny, funny. 
So that's all. That's that's it. That's all I got for you. Okay. Um, nothing else other than to end, end it with a little controversy there on a weird movie that I'm going to make you watch. If I had to watch it, you got to watch it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Yep. All right, man. Until next time, I'll okay. talk to you. All right. All right. See, you. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. This week's song is I Seek Fire by Sorai. Know what I wanted, all I wanted